Justin Cross is the founder of Earn Your Booze. He's a United States Navy veteran, a husband, a father. Justin even worked as an engineer on some classified stuff. Since then, he's been around the health, wellness, and booze communities. He's brewed beer. He's mixed cocktails. He's gotten people their supplements, so it's only fitting. The CEO of Earn Your Booze is the first person we talk to on the brand new Earn Your Booze podcast. Let's go earn it. It's the very first Earn Your Booze podcast. We are going to help you, teach you, earn it. You got to do it. We're drinkers. You're drinkers. Thanks for being with us. First, we have to talk to the CEO, the founder of this very company, Earn Your Booze, Mr. Justin Cross. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Justin. What's going on, my man? So let's uh, talk about Earn Your Booze. Let's go back in time. Almost three years ago now. You had this idea. You're like, hmm, Earn Your Booze. How and why did you make this a company? So the, it was really a mentality, and it actually started way before that with the Navy. Being a good sailor, you had to run and do push-ups and work out and shit like that. But we were sailors, so there's plenty of rum, plenty of beer, <laughs> and all that, right? And we just, uh, I don't know, for me, it, it, that's when it really clicked in my head. It kind of uh, it just formed a, a mindset for me. I knew I had to work out and be in good shape, and I had to, to drink and have a good time. That was just my lifestyle, right? So fast forward after a handful of other things that I did, I got into brewing beer and I got into a supplement company called First Form. And I just found myself helping brewers, whether they were home brewers or professional craft brewers in my, my little town in California, started to help those people get in shape a little bit, you know, just using my, my supplement knowledge through First Form. And so after a while, it was like we moved out here to Arizona to open a brewery and one thing led to another and it was like, you know what? All these things that I've been doing these past couple of years with a mindset, with helping brewers, I was like, I think there's really an opportunity here to, to reach more people. And one thing, like I said, led to another, mm -hmm. and beer evolved into booze, and Earn Your Booze was created really for the drinker out there. Whether people need to get into fitness, people that already lived it like I did, like they were fitness and they went out on the weekends and did whatever they want, um, it just really started for me back in the Navy. So go back to the Navy, and at one point you told me you spent some time on an aircraft carrier. Yeah. How do you work out on an aircraft carrier? It's actually some of the best gym time I've ever had in my life. Really? Yeah. So there's a, a handful of gyms on an aircraft carrier, believe it or not. They're like, well, know, it's like a big city. Yeah, it's about 1,000 feet long, I think. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite one is actually suspended from the hangar bay in the, inside the ship, and it had metal grate on the, on the outside for walls. So you could look down, and you could see the water at certain angles. You could see the ships or see the you know planes and everything. Uh, but what was really fun about it is it was super freaking hot, especially when you're in the Persian Gulf. And it was really loud at times, especially if they were running engines, you know, right outside. Um, so there was times we were in there blasting Pantera, sweaty <laughs> as hell, hot as hell, with earphones in, you know, earplugs in, little foamy earplugs, <clears throat> so you didn't lose your hearing. And the ship is moving, right? So That's say you're cool. doing a bench press, and you're like, okay, I got this. I'm pumping them out. Then all of a sudden, that bench or that weight is twice as heavy because you're the boat is listing, and now it's all that weighs down. What does that mean, listing? You know, the the boat's like rocking. You know, I got you. Side to side, forward and back, and then so it's Sailor really turns. freaking hard, you know. And then uh, it starts to roll the other way, and like, oh, now it's really light, and it goes up easy. So, uh, 
I think a lot of us got uh, really strong on there because of that. You know, we talk about throwing ourselves off balance on purpose to get in shape sometimes or, you know, to really train our bodies. The whole freaking world was moving when you're on a ship. So, yeah, no I, doubt. I love this, especially the loud Pantera. And, you know, how many people at one time are on aircraft carrier, give or take? Um, I think that one had close to 6,000. Uh, it is. It's a functioning yeah. city, a functioning town. Oh, really? The is. town I grew up in had about 8,500 people. Yeah. In Massachusetts. Yeah, uh, they're essentially self-sustaining, you know, nuclear-powered, so you can go forever. Mm-hmm. We basically would just do underway replenishments to get more food and gas and weapons. Um, but as long as those ships came in and give, gave us more food and weapons, we could technically, you know, do what we needed to do forever. So is that where, in the Navy, so you're 18, 19, 20 years old, is that where you yeah. really started focusing on fitness? Uh, yeah, for sure. So high school, you're just like a regular athlete, just doing whatever. Yeah, and I was maybe always. You turned it on. Yeah, in high school, I was you know tall and skinny, and I hated it. And I was you know every protein shake I could get, two Chipotle burritos every <laughs> chance I got. I was always trying to get you know put on size. I just wanted to be bigger, so I was into working out in high school. But really, in the Navy is where uh, I really started to. I realized I had an awakening. It's like oh. Okay, there's a reason to do this now, you know. I need to be in shape. I need to be faster. I need to be stronger. And that's really where it hit home for me. Because you never know what duty was going to bring to you because you're on duty. It's post 9-11 world. You never know where you're going to end up. You never know what Mm -hmm. you're going to face. So you had that mindset. But at the same time, you're still a sailor. You mentioned it. So you're docking in ports around the world. And you're like, hmm, what do sailors do? Oh, yeah. Go grab a few drinks. So is that really when you started drinking as well? And you don't have to, you know, I don't know if your mom and dad are listening. Like, yeah, I didn't drink in high school because I didn't drink. I waited till college to drink. Yeah. But that's when I started my booze adventure. Was it similar to you? Would it ramp up in the Navy because you were around it and other sailors are like, you know, you push each other in the gym and you push each other in the bar too? Yeah, for sure. I mean, in high school, there's a few times that I had a couple, you know, experiences here and there, but I wasn't. I wasn't really into it then, but in the Navy, then yeah, for sure. Because especially because when you start the Navy, you're obviously the youngest out of wherever you go. So everyone else is in their 20s and 30s and up. And so it, there's, there's just booze everywhere. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I never got into smoking. That was another huge thing, smoking and dipping. But um, I just wasn't into that. But it was very easy to have a good time with, with beer and drinks and all that. But you had a good time in the gym. Oh, and yeah. you had a good time off the ship while you're hanging out with your shipmates. Yep. So you basically earn your booze came about because you combine those two things. But I think the, the, the thing that we do here at Earn Your Booze is recognize that there's so many of us that want to be in shape, want to work out, want to get faster, want to get stronger, like Justin just said. But we also want to enjoy beer, wine, gin, vodka, bourbon, whatever the case may be. And there's a way to do both and still be in shape and still look good. Yeah, absolutely. I remember specifically one time we were pulling into Rhodes, Greece, and we had a challenge of uh, me and my buddies were like, okay, we need to get like extra crunches, extra leg lifts, you know, because we knew it was like a lot of topless beaches and it was summertime, <laughs> you know. Um, and then really that's where it kind of clicked uh, for me because like not just so we could look better to go out there and try to find girls, but it was like um, we knew that we were going to go indulge, like we were going to eat anything and everything we could find. We we're not going to turn down any sort of drink like – you know, when you're out at sea for a hundred something days or whatever it is, like straight, yeah, wow. And then you pull into somewhere like Greece or Dubai, and it's hey, okay, you got three days to go do whatever you want. I mean, that's and you have all this money saved up that's been mostly tax free, and you're just, I mean, you're in shape and like you know that you're going to go way overboard on everything. Because you can't so, spend money in the ship, right? I mean, there's probably a commissary or yeah, some, not, some yeah, such. Yeah, not really. Just mm-hmm. you know, I'm junk essentially. You know? <laughs> yeah. 
Do they yeah. have booze on the ship at all? No, it's well, no, not supposed to. Not supposed to. Yeah. The people like you know, again, not giving away any secrets. I imagine there's some kind of moonshine that someone made from toilet water at some. So point. yeah, so the boat in one way is kind of like jail, kind of like prison. <laughs> you know, you're not supposed to have um, like. Uh, dipping tobacco. You're not supposed to have booze, um, but there's ways to get anything in just just like you're in jail. You sure, know? sure, sure, yeah. sure. But that so, makes sense, though, why sailors have the reputation. Once they get off the ship, they go crazy because it's yeah. like getting out of prison. You're like, what are you going to do? I'm going to eat a steak. I'm going to drink 17 beers. Right. I'm going to go find women, you know, whatever, whatever you're into. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, luckily we're not like the Vikings. We, you know, we went that hard, <laughs> you know. But like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did it in a legal capacity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of interesting, too. So, you know, now you, you stop serving in the Navy. You become an engineer because of the skills you learned in the Navy. Yeah. You're working on some classified shit. But you leave that job because you knew you had a calling in other ways. Mm-hmm. And this is a well-paying job. And you're like, yeah, this is cool, but it's not Justin Cross. So what was the first step in sort of changing careers, changing mindsets, and kind of pushing forward with what eventually we now call Earn Your Boost? Yeah, so I'll even back that up much farther than the Navy even. My dad had me reading books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and Ogmandino and these books, even probably middle school or even earlier, I think. And so I was always into that uh, that mindset, and he ran his own business and everything. And Shout so, out, Mr. Cross. <clears throat> yeah, what's up, Pops? And so when we uh, – and my, my mom was really good about it too. You know, it was just that, men, that mentality of, um, you know, you deserve what you earn and, you know, you're – operating for yourself that was always in my household right so after the navy i did get a job at lockheed martin i did not intend to i was trying to come back here to go to asu but ended up you know a little carrot dangling in front of my face to go do this job with these skills i got from the navy so i did that but you're right it it just wasn't what i wanted to do it paid fine and you know it was a pretty secure job i could have traveled with it it was fun i met a lot of good people met my wife there and Mm -hmm. everything but um it just wasn't for me and so eventually my, uh, my stepbrother was like, hey, I want to open a brewery out here in Phoenix, which is where I've been always wanting to move back to. I was in California with Lockheed. And we talked about it. We you know, drew some business plans up, some concepts and everything. And that really lit all those fires from like way back in my life, the Ogmandino books and all the self-development talk and books and everything. That was when it was like, oh, shit, that's, this, this is it. There was a gap of, you know, 10 years or so in between with the Navy and Lockheed. But that's when I was like, I need, I have to go do this. Kind of like uh, uh, Nikki, Nikki Metzger said, like, she, when she opened her gym, it was all, all or nothing. She, she had to make it happen. And once I got that bug of, like, this is going to be what I do, this is my business, it didn't matter what my salary was. It didn't matter what my job security was. I, I got to a point, honestly, where I couldn't stand the job I was in. Because you knew there was something more for you. Your yeah. true voice was not that. It was heading in this direction. Right. And I was doing well in that job. I, you know, I uh, got some good accolades through there, got some awards. I became a lead uh, engineer for what I was doing in my field. And, and you were a young guy things, to be able to do that. Weren't yeah. you one of the younger guys that was elevated to that position? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so things were looking, looking fine there. But it just it didn't matter. You know, right. I, I, had, I had a different calling and ended up moving back to Arizona to open a brewery and so how did that happen? Because obviously you decided, you explained it already, you didn't open the brewery, but you knew you were in that world. You started noticing, hanging out with other brewers, and you had a stint where you were kind of doing things in a brewery in California. Right. So you were seeing, okay, some of these guys like to work out, some are out of shape, so you're trying to connect the dots. So we're in this process coming back to Arizona. Did you say, nope, it's not the brewery, 
it's what's next. Yeah, so when I on the way over here to Arizona, it was all brewery. I went to SDSU, Start Your Own Brewery School, which is great. I, lo- I was in the inaugural class for that, which cool. is just killer. Met uh, went met all the guys at Stone and everything. It's really cool. Um, but then came and actually before that, I actually quit my engineering job a few months early. I was already working at a brewery part time, but I was like, you know what? I'm totally done with aviation. I was actually three classes away from my master's in aeronautics, and I stopped because I was like, I know I'm not using it. That's how serious I was about it. Like, mm-hmm. I'd already spent all this freaking time and money. I have a bachelor's uh, in aeronautics, but my master's was that close, and I was like, forget it. I'm out of here. So I went back, and I was working at Lucky Luke Brewing Company, and they were kind enough to let me work as a beer tender, but then also brew and be a sellerman and distribution, learn everything in that world. So it played nicely into SDSU's beer school. Um, but then we moved out here, and basically, long story short, my business partner started another company, a solar company, and was unable to commit the time and the money to the brewery. So I went on my own, started brewing, came up with a new concept, and then ended up meeting my friend James Stratman and helped him open his nutrition store called Peak Nutrition. And that's really where it all kind of mashed together again. You know, like it never left, but there were some times where I was more focused on one or the other. So now I found myself with, okay, I'm operating peak nutrition. You know, we're doing everything there, helping people get, in, you know, in shape, nutrition, ordering supplements, doing, you know, event shows. And, and shout all out to Peak Nutrition. They've come to several of our early Oh, yeah, they come events. to a ton for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was still planning my, my brewery um, on my own at that point. So by then I had become friends with a lot of the brewery owners, like Brian Helton and the guys at Goldwater and the Scott Still Beer Company. And it just, there was just, I couldn't ignore it anymore. There was like, there's too much. There was like, I was the beer guy in one hand to a lot of people. And on the other hand, I was the peak nutrition supplement guy in the other hand. And it was just like, it was like two worlds. They were just trying to collide. Right. And so finally I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to make something. And at first we called it brutrition because we were going to go after beer still. Right. I was Mm -hmm. still thinking about beer, 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 beer. And then I met, uh, I already knew him before, but then I got together with my buddy, Elliot Clark, apartment bartender. And, um, you know, he's into cocktails, right? And so we're talking booze, booze, booze. And one day in the gym, he was like, earn your booze. And I was, and so we started talking long story short, I was like, you know what? That's way catchier. That's way catchier than brutrition. Booze does cover beer, but it also covers cocktails, wine, you know, every, everything, sake, you know, all that. And so I was like, you know what? We already have this whole concept for events, for helping education, or education to help drinkers, like all this stuff. And Ernie Booze just kind of exploded out of these years of planning these two different industries. So it was like you needed to do both, have be both sides. Oh, totally. Be the beer side, the booze side, and the fitness side, and the nutrition side, and bang, yeah. here we go. So catch us up to speed then now so earn your booze in 2020 last year was a year in which we as a company did a bunch of events most of them were free hotel palomar we did them at 110 degrees and there was 120 130 people at those events and they were so much fun because it's really about hanging out with people getting a workout in hanging out by the pool and having some cocktails right yeah so this year we're thankfully able to this is the beginning of our third full year of business this year, we're going to be able to dive further into, we call it industry, which really means the liquor industry, right? So that's everything from bartenders to spirit brands, beer brands, distributors, anyone that touches 
any sort of booze, right? So we're going to be attaching Earn Your Booze events to a lot of the big cocktail festivals like Tales of the Cocktail, Nightclub and Bar Convention in Vegas, Drink Miami, obviously in Miami, mm-hmm. all of that. And we're really taking our local events up just many notches. You know, so we're going to do some more at the Palomar. We're also going over to W. Scottsdale. We're working on some much larger things with Salt River Fields um, and really just taking what we've developed and created as a brand up many, many notches to reach more people. So the bottom line is you need to get on earnyourbooze.com, keep track of all the events we got planned for y'all. You need to go on the Earn Your Booze Instagram page, at Earn Your Booze, yep. and just keep track. We're also on Facebook, too, at Earn Your Booze. we got a Twitter account we're going to get launched here in the next few weeks, get that really going, too, all at Earn Your Booze, because, you know, these events aren't just go work out. It's like go work out and hang out with cool people and have a couple drinks, maybe too many drinks, take a lift home, be responsible, mm-hmm. don't be a dummy, but have some fun with us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's one thing that I've gotten a lot of good feedback on, which I'm really grateful for, is it's our events are not just a great big sweat festival and they're not just a big booze event it's really a good combination of of both and having people that understand that we're both we're there for both things right Mm -hmm. yes we're there we're going to get our butts kicked by somebody like kenyatta or nikki or alan you know or someone like that but then we're also going to have some great craft cocktails uh, made by our great venues and our liquor sponsors and all that and people get it yeah exactly right it's a great time it is a great time and if you haven't been to one yet we'd encourage you to come to one because we know you're going to have a good time we yeah. know you're gonna. There's gonna be a workout. You're gonna be like, oh, like Nikki Metzger is yep. one of our Earn Your Booze athletes. Yep. She did this flying burpee thing at one of the Palomar workouts, and it looked insane. And people really were like, did. "Why am I doing this?" But right. then when you're done, you're having fun. You're high fiving. You're grabbing your cocktail and you're grabbing another cocktail and you're just laughing and getting in the pool and having a good time. That's kind of what we do. So. That being said, let's get it back to you, CEO of Earn Your Booze, founder of Earn Your Booze, Justin Cross. How do you earn your booze? So when we're not doing events, what are you out there doing? I'm fortunate enough to be able to go to a number of the best gyms in the Valley, right? So I kind of rotate between F45, Old Town, True Fusion, Body. I go to EOS just on my own sometimes, too, you know, just some weightlifting. Um, but I basically try to get in the gym five days a week. And that's a good way to do it because mm-hmm. then you're earning your booze. And I try to switch it up all the time, too, you know? Like, I love the F45 classes, but then I also love going to True Fusion and doing hot yoga because, I mean, that's probably the hardest Are for me. Are you sure you love it? It's a love-hate relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Which is okay because sometimes yeah. the workouts are that, but they meant to push you. That's the And point. that's what we're trying to do with Earn Your Booze is to push you in different ways right. so that if you are a drinker, you still can drink and still be in phenomenal shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And that's really one thing I'm grateful that our brand is doing. We're able to help these liquor brands show that they are fit or active or fun. And it's not all just about the booze parties and the special drink menus and all that. It's We have a very unique twist on what we can do for these brands. Absolutely. And you, that's why many of them want to partner with us, sometimes without us even asking. They're reaching out to us because they recognize that you know this is not it's not just the party. Right. It's not just the workout. It's it's a community. And you know, if you want to be an earn your boozer, we want you to come earn your booze with us. So that's right. the whole point of this. The whole point is to bring people together and have a great time at the end of the day. So be looking out for those events. So do you have a favorite type? You mentioned you change it up all the time. So you do F forty five, which is a lot of hit workout, high intensity mm-hmm. interval training, but they do this combination workout too that's kind of hit, kind of strength, and you kind of knocks your socks off. So they rotate. Body does the same thing. Nikki over there has the two types of workouts. Are you a cardio guy? Are you a weight guy? Are you a whatever it takes to get it done guy? 
If it was just up to me, I'd probably just do weights, upper body, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like so, a lot of people you see on the on the IG. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I like to spend time when I go to EOS, like by myself. Like that's where I kind of get to. It's like my church. It's my meditation, and so that's where I'll do like my typical bro workouts. You know, chest and back, <laughs> and arms and squats and all that stuff. Um, and then I I like to go to the gyms like F forty five and Body and True Fusion because I don't have to think when I go there. They just have a 45-minute-ish class at you know when I show up, and I don't have to have anything planned. I just go and I work as hard as I can in those in those classes, and then it's over. It's My great. favorite kind of workouts, right there. Yeah. So how do you push yourself? So you're in those classes, you know. All right, I need to pick up this heavier weight, or if it's the cardio, you need to do that one extra rep or those two extra reps. How do you mentally get through those those pushes? Even going back to your Navy days, you're sitting there and you're on that little hangar and you're hanging out over the Persian Gulf and you're hearing these jets fly and take off and all this other stuff. How are you getting into that mindset that I need to do one more rep today? Well, that's where this whole thing came from was the mindset. So when I'm going through, even like you and I worked out at Body today right before this, when we were doing these push-ups with a one-hand dumbbell row after every push-up, it's never left my head that I know maybe it's not today, maybe it's not tomorrow – but I know maybe it's this coming weekend that there's a lot of, let's just say, shitty things coming my way, whether it's drinks or good food <laughs> or you know, appetizers, late-night pizza, stuff like that. So that's always in my mind. Like, And I don't look at it as a punishment. I look at it as a reward. And so I, I get in there, and I, I want the heavier weight. I try to get you know working until the last second of whatever you know uh, set we're doing. I try to just go all out during those workouts because I know – Everything's going to taste better and feel better, the drinks, the food, when it does come my way. So you have a carrot approach where you say, yeah. okay, I, I look at the carrot and I see it kind of, I vision, I, I vision, you know, that maybe that third drink or whatever. You're like, that drink's going to taste so good, but it's going to taste so much better if I pick up this 50-pound barbell versus the 45 that I had a minute right. ago. Yeah, it's the reward mentality that I'm kind of addicted to. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sean Whalen just posted yesterday, he goes, you deserve what you earn. And that's exactly what we're trying to preach, you know. You don't deserve anything you haven't earned, whether it's happiness or drinks or food or a good body. You got to earn all that shit. Now, do you get shit because you are earn your booze and you're not part of the, I guess, stereotypical fitness movement that is chicken, that is broccoli, that is kale salads, that is no such thing as booze, Not don't put it in your diet at all? Yeah, oh, yes, for sure. Sometimes, yeah, because you know, and it's funny. It comes usually from people that are trying to follow the plan of maybe a trainer who is trying to get them chicken, broccoli, rice, kale, and they know how much they're struggling through that. And so when they see us, and we're promoting like a phenomenal fitness, hardcore fitness, but also sometimes hardcore cocktails and drinks like we don't shy away from the drink and the booze at all we do get some shit from that from some people but honestly i've been able to convert i would say probably 80 to 90 percent of them over after just explaining our mindset Mm -hmm. you know because uh maybe on the surface somebody thinks that we just look for an excuse to drink and get drunk it's not at all what we do sometimes people do get you know do get pretty tipsy, tipsy and they mm. take an Uber home. But um, that's why they invented Uber and Lyft, essentially. <clears throat> yeah, I would think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we do sometimes. And some people just don't, uh, they don't get it. And I think part of that is because is they are trying so hard to go through one mentality that they are almost in a tunnel vision. And so when we kind of just get to explain 
what we really stand for, they, they get it. And even if they're not into drinking, they yeah. can appreciate what we do because we're kind of we're trying to go after people that do drink and get them to increase their their fitness and their health and their wellness. And right? if you don't, obviously you're still welcome to be an EY beer. You just yeah, totally. Don't skip the booze part. That's okay. We do have people that do that sometimes. They come in because we they know we're going to have a great workout, and they're usually in a fun location, you know, the rooftop of Hotel Palomar or inside this conference room with a W where we're going to have these big old neon lights and a smoke machine and a stage and a DJ and all this crazy shit. So they still come because they're getting a great workout, but maybe it's not their day to drink. You know, Saturday or Sunday, and that's fine. So what? They, they still mm-hmm. take some selfies, get some high fives, and then they go about their day. And that's perfectly fine, too. That's great. And that's the point. The point is the fitness community should represent all people because right. ultimately fitness is for everybody. Even if you haven't worked out in five years, then the best part I think about the EYB workouts is you're getting some of the best trainers in the Valley on a stage that are showing you moves. Yeah. That if you just walked into their studios – Outside of maybe they give you a free class to start, but drop-in workouts are 20 to 25 bucks. So right. you get a value right there. We give you a cocktail when, you, when you're done with the workout. So the value is like 40 bucks just for, just for being there. Just, yeah, it's crazy, right? It's all about the value, yeah. baby. Uh, but you're right. We do uh, get to work with the, some of the best trainers in the Valley. Very fortunate about that. This is not your run-of-the-mill, just standard workout in a happy hour. There's some other people that do stuff like that, and it, it doesn't work. So what we do is we infuse our liquor sponsors all the way through, from start to finish. Our trainers, we don't let our uh, customers do this, but our trainers are on stage oftentimes with a drink in hand, maybe doing some crazy, uh, you know, flying burpee while somehow drinking this gin <laughs> cocktail. Or, you know, there's a shot of tequila in between, uh, you know, air squats that's for the trainer. So we put on a show. You know, it's, it's really an experience. So, it is. Um, uh, you, as a customer, you come, you get a great workout, some great cocktails afterwards. But during that workout, you're going to get something that you're not going to get at each gym because we do get to get kind of weird and kind of out there. It's a lot of fun. It is fun. And that's the, that's the bottom line is that we're having a lot of fun, and we would love for you to join us. Again, go to earnyourbooze.com. That's our website. You can find out more about events. And, of course, check out the Instagram page. ton of info for you there, at earnyourbooze. Now, so let's talk about the business because I always like to get the mindset of business owners as well because you have the mindset of working out. It's similar mindset in a lot of ways operating a business. So now that you're entering year three of Earn Your Booze, what have been some of the bigger challenges that you've had to overcome? But at the same time, are there rewards that come with those challenges? Yeah, so our company is kind of uh, multifaceted, if you will. There's some brands that are just apparel brands, some that are just event driven, and some, you know, that are just like, you know, create media, right? And we do all of that. Um, oh, I forgot education too. Some mm-hmm. that just, uh, you know, to just try to teach people about, you know, whatever their niche is in education. Hydration. Maybe we yeah. have a bartender routine that if you're a bartender right. and you're pouring drinks all night and your wrists are sore, Nathan Cullerman is one of our guys who show you how to loosen those wrists up in a perfect way. So check right. that out. It's up there for you in IGTV. Yeah, so that's been one of the one of the main challenges is trying to figure out how to run all four of those legs. You know, because if we just did events, it would actually be much easier on all of us, right? I was a project manager at Lockheed Martin. We can knock out events and run them fine. But when you come home and you're dealing with all the apparel and things that come with apparel with reorders and overhead and customer service and all that stuff, that gets added in. Then when you start talking about, okay, we're trying to actually help people with a mindset and education, that's all added in. And uh, so that's definitely been a big challenge is try to get all of these things the right amount of attention so they don't, so one doesn't just 
suck and bomb. But how rewarding is it not only see someone show up to an event, and believe me, we're grateful that that each one of you shows up. We're grateful for all of you. It's yeah, phenomenal. For sure. But seeing people wearing Earn Your Booze gear, hats, tanks, T-shirts, yeah. this cool hoodie that I'm wearing right now. By the way, pick one up. These things are phenomenal. Go to earnyourbooze.com, go to apparel, get yourself one of these hoodies. So when you see someone, for example, I don't know, in California, we're based in Arizona. If you see someone in Singapore wearing Earn Your Booze, what does that feel like for you as the business owner, as the CEO, as the founder? It's crazy. I mean, it really is, especially like whether it's uh, at our buddies like Jim over in uh, Gilbert at Funk Fit or any day you walk in there with True Fusion, you walk in there, there are people wearing True, you know, Earn Your Booze shirts. Mm-hmm. Like, it's great. But yeah, when you get online and you log in and you see someone tagged tagged your account and you go and you look at it and it's someone standing on top of a mountain in Sweden or somebody riding a bike in Chile, you know, like, it's crazy. I, I don't really know how to explain it. It's pretty amazing. It is amazing. There's a yeah. question about it, but that's, that's what we're trying to do is link people together no matter where you are, what you look like, where you're from, how old you are, how young you are, that we all have a similar mentality, at least in right. this group. And if you don't have it yet, you can get it. Yeah. You can get your earn it mentality all day long, whether you drink or not. It doesn't matter how you sweat, how you earn it, what you drink, like you can fall under earn your booze, right? Mm-hmm. If you like to do uh, just push-ups and run and drink red wine, great. If you like to go to, you know, F45 and body and, and go crazy as a bartender at night, that's great. It is great. So let's go into fear because obviously fear is something business owners face. Was there any fear for you when you decided, okay, I'm going out on my own. I have a good career where I can make a decent amount of money. But I'm, I'm making this jump. I'm not going to get my master's degree, as you mentioned. And if there was, how did you handle it, and how do you continue to handle it as you grow? Um, I would say in the beginning, no, because it was. I just knew I was doing it. Um, you know, I when I, for example, when I decided to join the Navy, wasn't too worried about it because I knew I was committed to doing it. Mm-hmm. When I got out, wasn't worried either because I knew I was getting out. I was committed to doing it. Um, when I started this, I was like, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So that I wasn't. You can let it fly, man. Let yeah. it fly. You're like, fuck it. This is yeah. what I'm doing. You know? Be Justin Cross, baby. Yeah, you know, so that's uh, so no, I wasn't worried when we started it. I was just like, this is what's happening. I'm putting all my eggs in this basket, and I'm fucking going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, along the way, there, that could be a different story because as you as the brand is growing and, you know, apparel is growing, events are growing, the people we work with, uh, the partnerships are getting bigger and bigger, uh, more exclusive sometimes. It can definitely that is what can get scary, sure. You know, because you want to make sure that everyone's getting the right amount of attention, and you're getting the right people in place to run the right areas of the company. That's for me where it's a little like, okay, you do know, do I have I, enough time? Do I have enough bandwidth to do all of these things? Yeah, do we have enough enough capital just to just for the overhead for this one part here? You know, do we really need to take all of our revenue from this one leg and put it in another to form that? Is it worth it over there? You know, and, and just trying to figure that that. That kind of a juggling game out is interesting. It's growing pains of, of a business as yeah. it becomes a bigger business. It's like, okay, how do you how do you balance all these things? Right. But that's the interesting part about where we are at as a company in 2020 because we've got some great things planned. You Justin mentioned some of them. There's some other things in the works we're not quite ready to tell you about yet. But, oh, man, they're going to be exciting once they get all inked and ready to go. Crazy, man. It is crazy. Yeah. So let's talk about your booze habits. So okay. what are you drinking and if you want to go back to even in the Navy, what I would what I would love to hear from you is, you know, sort of like your drink arc. So what'd you start drinking? Where are you at now? And, and how did you get in between? 
That's kind of that's a great question. I love that. You know, it's funny. Uh, in the Navy, I was really drinking stuff that I hate now. Right? Of course, because yeah. you're young and you don't know yeah. any better. You drink stuff that you can yeah. just basically stomach, right? Right. So when we uh, when we lived on land, I had an apartment, and our whole uh, like kind of hangout area, kitchen, living room was all wallpapered in Bud Light beer boxes. <laughs> so we would we would drink the beer, flatten the box, and staple them to the wall and the ceiling. Like it was, oh, I'm sure the apartment manager loved that. I'm sure they loved it when they moved <laughs> out. Yeah. So I was into that, and then I had uh, my boxer. His name was Jaeger. Nice. Because so, I was... That's what people knew I'd drink. I would go to a bar and I would just I would ask for Jaeger in a glass, not a shot, but I would like give me a couple shots of Jaeger, and that's what I would sip on. Um, now I, I just don't do it at all. I had a bad experience. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then I would say when I got into brewing, of course, that's when I really got into a beer nerd. You know, I got addicted to brewing. I got addicted to the smell of the hops being boiled mm. off, um, and really got into I'll just. I became an ultra craft beer nerd, like knew literally everything about it. Like, so did that have any impact on your waistline as you're working out? And, Cause that's what I struggle with. Cause I like beer a lot. So mostly I drink right. beer, but I know that that sits right on the gut line there. Right. As hard as I work out, I'm like, I can't quite get rid of this. Right. And of course, as this uh, drinking evolution is happening, I'm getting older too. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Wait till you hit 40 brother. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so it did a little bit, you know, cause there's a lot more calories in a double IPA than there is in a Michelob Ultra, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, yeah. Um, and I actually took a decent amount of time off from the gym when I was going through this transition of leaving engineering, going to SDSU, moving out here. Like, you know, it's, it, it can be very difficult. No to doubt. Where do you find the time? Have a routine when you're jumping between careers, selling homes, moving families. I mean, it is a pretty crazy time for, you know, a year or two in there. Um, but then really uh, it kind of evolved now through Earn Your Booze into becoming like a cocktail nerd. You know, so I'm really learning a ton of just about spirits, what spirits are popular and hot out there. You know, uh, really, I research and read about this shit now. You know, I love it. You know, just I love reading and watching the shows about scotch and learning about all the different just variants just from scotch, you know. Um, and so I've actually been really into cocktails the past couple of years. I still, of course, love my craft beer and sure. I'll never pass up an opportunity to brew with, you know, Goldwater or Scottsdale or somebody. And we do have a beer coming out actually soon that we brewed with Goldwater Brewing Company. So, Any more details? Or is that like a teaser? So yeah, look at the we social brewed, pages to find out. Yeah, we brewed an Imperial Stout that we actually uh, mixed in some Sagamore Rye Rye. Whoa. So Sagamore Rye Whiskey in Baltimore sent us a pallet of their rye that they use in their rye whiskey. Wow. And we mixed it into the Imperial Stout, and then we aged it in Sagamore barrels. They sent us some fresh, wet barrels. Unbelievable. And it's been aging in there now, uh, shit, for probably, I think it's probably 13 or 14 months now. So that's going to be uh, bottled and kegged here shortly, and we're going to have a release party for that for oh, sure. Be looking out for that. Again, Instagram, at yeah. Earn Your Booze. Go right. follow right now. You get all the good details on that. Is there a particular liquor that you're gravitating towards right now, or are you just sampling them all? Because I'm like, hey, this gin's great. This vodka's great. This uh, scotch yeah. is phenomenal. I like this bourbon. My favorite thing now is uh, kind of any, any sort of whiskey. You know, I'm really into, like, whiskey cocktails. I love, like, the super fancy, you know, shaken egg white, you know, garnished cocktails. If it has whiskey, bourbon, scotch, something like that in it, that's probably what I'm ordering first. And, and tiki. I could go ham on some tiki drinks for sure. Sometimes it's fun to drink the drinks that don't taste like drinks. 
and yeah, just yeah. go have a couple too many and just have a good time. Yeah, like especially you go down to Undertow, you get underground, it's dark, it feels like you're in the belly of a pirate ship. I mean, <laughs> or for me, maybe I mean, ship I just, back in the day, uh, yeah. yep, yeah. <laughs> living the old the old 19 year old days again. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. <laughs> Next week on the Earn Your Booze podcast, we are going to talk to Nikki Metzger, owner of Body in Scottsdale. That is going to be phenomenal. I can't wait to talk to her about her lessons, how she earns her booze, and what she's doing out there at Body in Scottsdale. So what else you got for us, Justin? Watch out for us in a number of different big cities around the country. Um, working on some things right now that when we close them, we're going to be coming to a city near you, near you for sure. Um, and really just want to give a shout out to especially the, the bartenders and the liquor reps that are out there that are um, you know, busting their ass in the industry, which is very difficult. Often lots of late nights. And especially when you get off shift late night, there's no good food choices, you know, probably jack in a box and shit like that. So just a big shout out to the especially the bartenders out there that are still earning it. They are finding time to get to the gym. They are hydrating. They are making better food choices because that's a very difficult lifestyle to be in. So we just want to let you know that we're coming for you like you're our family and uh, just a big props to you guys. And if you are in a situation where you're trying to earn it but don't know how, reach out to us. That's we right. We'll 100 percent help you. That's right. We got some great people on our team. Got a handful of ambassadors. We have Rob right here who's talking to us. We have Alan Aceto, who's uh, the managing partner of a, a local studio here at 45 Old Town. And Nathan Collerman is, uh, you got to look up Nathan Collerman. He's a director of education. He uh, is helping a number of bartenders and sales reps out there that are just struggling with, you know, everyday aches and pains of what that lifestyle comes with. So we are going to have our whole education series coming out later this year. But in the meantime, shoot us a DM. We want to help you out. Again, it's at Earn Your Booze on Instagram. You can find it on Facebook, same address, Twitter as well, and earnyourbooze.com. He is Justin Cross, the founder and the CEO of Earn Your Booze. So I'll be checking into him as well. My name is Rob Hunter, the CBO of Earn Your Booze. Like, subscribe to this podcast. It is available for you wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to have continued great, phenomenal people that you need to know about on this podcast. We're going to teach you some things, teach you how to earn it, teach you how we earn it. It's going to be an enjoyable ride. Thank you for being a part of it.